Hello and welcome to an apple a day. I'm your host, Apple. Hope you all are doing well this morning. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Do a five minute meditation. And then we're going to get into our episode topic. I am willing to believe that things will always work out even when they don't feel like it. I will survive. I can do my best without stressing about being perfect. I have the power to improve my situation. I am the only person I need to be good for. I feel anxious, but so what? I know what that feels like and I'll get through it. I disconnect from the world when I need time for myself. I prioritize people who bring me peace. I believe everything will work out in the end. Other people's stress is their own responsibility. I refuse to give in to my negative thoughts. I will take extra care of myself when I am stressed out. I deserve a peaceful and loving life. I've done it before and I can do it again. I am finding ways to feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations. I see the positive parts of my life, even on stressful days. When anxious thoughts come to me, I acknowledge them, then let them float on by. I am strong enough to rise above my negative thoughts. I allow myself to be at peace with my past. I acknowledge my unresolved feelings with patience and self-reflection. Being calm is a top priority in my life. Hard times make me appreciate the good in life and I have a lot to be thankful for. Working on myself helped me stay grounded when going through difficult times. Good things are happening in my life. I choose to be happy. I am strong enough to overcome anything weighing me down. I have faith 
I'm exactly where I need to be. I believe in myself and my ability to create new opportunities. I am releasing my worries and replacing them with hope. I am okay. It's okay to make mistakes. I appreciate my home. I remain centered and calm despite what's happening around me. Even when something doesn't happen how I want it, I know I'm on the right path. I am in control. I know there are better days ahead of me. I focus on only what I control can control. I am strong and centered. I can overcome this obstacle. I look forward to a happy, bright future. I am allowed to ask for help on my journey. I feel the stress leaving my body as I breathe. I release my past bad memories and remember the good ones. Let's go ahead and get into our episode topic question. So for this episode, uh, our question is, do you think you've already found who you really are? And... This is obviously a very loaded question and something that develops over time. Um, I think it's best to start with how do you find out who you are? I think the basis of finding out who you are as a person is, you know, finding out your likes and your dislikes, finding out, you know, your morals, your standards, um, your goals, uh, your values, your unshakable values, um, uh, all those things in accumulation to like, uh, you know, makes you who you are. It ties into personality, you know, what you were exposed to growing up, uh, as well as like how people treated you and uh, what I feel is most important in that is how you treat yourself. So when you look at finding out who you are as a person, you know, a lot of people I feel 
directly go towards, you know, what are their likes, what are their dislikes, and that's, I think, a really good starting place, so knowing what you like and dislike, you know, it puts you into, for lack of a better term, boxes. Um, people are able to differentiate, uh, you're able to differentiate even, um, if you'd be interacting with crowd A or crowd B, or, you know, if you'd watch show uh, A or show B kind of thing, likes or dislikes, um, help you to, you know, separate yourself from in grander terms, things that are not like you. But I feel as though with that, um, yes, in a sense, you do look for, like, you surround yourself with people, you usually surround yourself with like-minded individuals, um, but I also think it's really important to surround yourself with individuals that will help you grow. Oh, excuse me, and that are a little bit different, um, you know, there are people that may not have grown up the exact same way that you do, and they may end up having very, very similar values to you, and I think that's a really cool, um, thing to think about, because it, it does start with what I said, it starts with knowing your, your likes and your dislikes, you know, your nature versus your nurture kinds of things just everything that's accumulating to be like who you are as a person so when you look at like your morals and your unshakable values kind of thing um your morals are like what is the standard for giving people respect in this in that's how i like to think of it is for people that, you know, uphold the same morals as you, uh, you give them kind of like a standard, uh, respect, you know, they meet that basic expectation that we talked about last episode, um, of what you may feel or deem as a good person or a person with, you know, that is responsible, that is caring, that is kind, um, they meet that base expectation and usually that coincides with you know them having very similar morals that lead them to that path uh i think also with that is you know not just morals per se um but what i like to consider as unshakable values you know so unshakable values are necessarily things that you know ride on morality there's certain things that are not really uh per se like right or wrong you know but um it's like yeah i would never do that regardless it's like well you know this is not really a bad thing it's like yeah i know but this is not something that i would align myself with kind of thing it's very very similar to that um a good example of like the uh like an unshakable moral and or a moral and an unshakable value like both playing together um is cheating actually um so 
going back to last episode, uh, you know, having your basic expectation, yeah, when you're in a monogamous relationship, right, your basic expectation is to be exclusive with that one person and that one person only, you know, when you have cheating, um, you know, you kind of like break that contract that you have with that, break that agreement that you have with that person, um, to meet this basic expectation. And, um, when it comes to morals, it's like you putting yourself in the position to, if you're the cheater, quote unquote, um, to hurt somebody else, you know? And a way this makes it a shakable value is like, so let's say that, for example, you're in a relationship and your partner cheats on you, right? Uh, morally, you know, you feel like cheating is wrong, right? But you also feel on the sense that, you know, some people you've heard that, you know, they very, very faithful, very, very loyal to their partner and they got cheated on. And instead of, you know, leaving the relationship or, you know, talking about or doing whatever they want to do, whether they want to stay in the relationship or they wanted to leave it, um, they, you know, go for tit for tat kind of thing. They, they cheat back. So what I mean by unshakable value is if you see something as morally wrong in a general sense, right? I mean, it's something that under no circumstance would you even do, even if somebody did you. So, like, for me, even if I got cheated on, I would never cheat back, and I would just never cheat in general. It's just not in my character. It's not within my moral background. It's an unshakable value that I have. Under no circumstances would I cheat. I would simply just leave the relationship kind of thing, you know? Um... So if you think of things like that, I feel like, uh, having morals is, like, one aspect of it, and I think that having the unshakable value aspect, uh, you know, uh, they don't always coincide, but, you know, when they do, I feel like that reinforces, uh, what you feel about, uh, something that is within the like moral stand ground um two of the biggest influences in finding out who you are as a person um is nature versus nurture we talk about it um and we read about it in psychology um the emotional growth versus the you know the physical growth that you provide it um, in a household is, like, one of the most important things, um, as a developing person, um, in many cases when you have, um, a less than ideal home, for example, um, whether it be abusive, toxic, uh, anything less than the ideal of, you know, happy, healthy, you know, comfortable home uh 
it comes into you know confusion about who you are as a person even when you are in uh you know households that are you know more well off or more uh ideal i should say you can still have the case that you you are still lost you still don't know who you are kind of thing so when it comes to nature we know that how you are as a person you know you define it by your morals you define it by your likes and your dislikes you define it by your unshakable values um in some cases as well uh we see that certain personality traits are repeated right so if you're i will always refer back to you know relationship type stuff because it's one of the most uh widely used examples as well as one of the most known examples because you know relationships are everywhere um for example so if you know that you're for example let's say that you're uh, a girl who has a mom that you know has boyfriends in the house whatever you know you're gonna feel that you know that's an okay thing for example right if you're a guy you know if it's you seeing your dad use your mom it can i would say this it's these things are examples obviously and they can go one of two ways it can go in a negative way or a positive way and that's part of the nature versus nurture thing that i'm going to tell you about right so if you're a guy and you see your dad abusing your mom anyway it may get to the point where you know it's done for you to decide uh it is possible that that can manifest in your future relationships or can you know you can see it as though it disgusts you so much you would never think to ever do something like that right and that's part of the thing uh with the morals and unsightable value um so i'll use the boy the example so if you're a guy and you know that uh you're always taught you know i would say you're if you're in an abusive household sometimes you won't be taught these types of things but if you you know feel in your heart you feel like you have the moral that you know men should not hit women right and you see that your parent is doing that so you see that your dad's doing that to your mom you have it in your mind you know this is wrong i don't want the i don't want to like i don't like this you know i don't want to support anybody that does this kind of thing right so going back you know what would make it an unshakable value would be you seeing this happen not just in your household but seeing it happen to other people and being disgusted by and it also being something that you would never do under any circumstance kind of thing uh if it's you know the girl example that i said before you see that your mom's you know going in and out of the house you know your dad's not there in your life maybe your dad passed away or he's just not there in your life anymore you know and your mom's you know trying to find you a father for you but she's kind of you know dating 
So she's not really being too careful about who she brings around you kind of thing. A lot of things can manifest from that. You can think that it's okay for just to not be in like a committed relationship. You might think it's just okay to, you know, uh, sleep around or that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But you may grow up thinking or valuing, I would say, yourself as less than or you may you know devaluing you know a relationship in general like the importance of a relationship or you know uh you know a sanctity of a relationship kind of thing which can you know evolve into cheating because you don't know you weren't taught better kind of thing if for example they're you have, you know, someone that you don't really call dad in that sense, right? It's very easy for you to go looking for that role in relationships. And that's one of the most widely, you know, known examples is that when girls don't have, you know, fathers in their lives, uh, they search for that type of relationship in their relationship. They search for the protection. They search for the security. They search for the understanding. They search for the connection um, that they would have needed to have with their father. But, you know, it is a relationship, so, you know, throw other stuff in there. Um, and it can get muddy and it can get very, very complicated. Um... So that's a little bit of nature and nurture. Um, I would say it's more nurture part I explained because um, you're talking about how your environment is is feeding into who you are becoming. And with any of those examples that I gave, you know, you always do have a choice whether you're able to realize it at the moment or not um, is, is a question, you know. But you you always have the choice of how I think about it is, do I want to become a statistic? And, you know, do I want to just, you know, have everybody pity me or just, you know, be a part of, you know, whatever thing else that has gone wrong kind of thing? Or just been less than ideal, less than what I would hope for kind of thing? Or do I want to do everything in my power? To, you know, even with this, you know, horrendous set of cards that I've been dealt, do I want to try and make the best out of it kind of thing, you know? And I feel like that's the part of the nature of you as a person. Um, Some people are able to persevere a little bit more than others, even when they've, you know, been dealt those really bad set of cards and some people you know they don't see it in them to do any better they've either been told or they just don't believe that in within themselves to begin with um and 
a lot of times it is really hard to see the good that can come out of any situation. It's hard to see, you know, where the positive is going to begin because all you see, all that you're clouded with is the negative, you know? It is, it is hard to see those things sometimes. And as I said in the previous podcast, like, when you choose to be happy, right? It's not just choosing to be happy in, like, just one aspect, right? If you know that uh, it hurt the relationship and strained the relationship between your parents that, you know, that had abuse involved, you know, you wouldn't want to include that in your future relationship because you know that's going to cause a strain. If you know that, um, having a parent, you know, have, you know, partners, their, the parental, or, excuse me, having the parent have partners coming in and out of your life, no one really stable, is going to harm you in terms of, you know, you not knowing what a father figure is supposed to do, you don't know what a father figure is supposed to look like, uh, you don't know what you are supposed to expect from that role kind of thing, then you go and seek it out in a healthy way. And the best way to do things like that is, you know, growing up is you see it in like the people that you see every day, right? So say, for example, your brush driver was always, you know, on time uh, to pick you up. You know, they're very friendly when they greet you. You know, you can see those aspects, you know, whether it be a woman or a man uh, in that role. You see those aspects and you're like, hey, I, I want those aspects in me as a person. I also want those aspects in a partner. And, you know, this is what I feel like. I should have been taught from, you know, mom or dad kind of thing, right? Uh, a big thing you'll see in your life is you'll find sometimes, you know, there's at least one teacher that's going to impact your life growing up. And hopefully you get the opportunity to meet, you know, both a man and a woman that will do that for you. Because you do get to see both sides of, you know, having a good example of a mother and a father figure. Um, if you don't have either of those roles, or even if you have both those roles, or just one kind of thing, you know. Um, you can see other examples of, you know, good humans. Um, and know what to, you know, look for in a partner, or know to look for within yourself. Um as well because you know in certain things the trait in particular can be you know doesn't have to be just for a man or just for a woman you know it can go for everybody you know say like you are in a home mech and you know it's a dude teaching you how to cook you know traditionally women had a role where they were housewives and stuff like that but you know here it is you know a man in a traditional role for a woman, 
but you know, everybody should learn how to cook, at least something, like, you should be able to be self-sufficient on your, on your own, not always have to rely on somebody else to do that kind of thing, uh, and it's not gonna, you know, hurt what role you will be in for a relationship, uh, unless, like, there's disrespect involved or something like that, but otherwise, there, it's not really gonna be a problem. Uh, another really important thing when you look at answering this question of do you think you've already found who you really are is flaws, strengths, and weaknesses. So one of the best things that you can do for yourself and identifying who you are as a person at your core is is identifying your flaws, knowing what things make you tick, knowing what things, you know, cause you to fall short on tasks and, you know, assignments or any goals you want to achieve. Knowing your flaws, but also appreciating your flaws. Because in some cases, your flaw, you know, may keep you out of trouble, you know. Uh, for a college student, for example, right? Uh, if you are trying to make friends, but you, you know, you're a, you're a shy person and you feel like being shy is your flaw, you know, uh, yeah, you won't get to make as many friends and, you know, that can suck, but you could also make friends that are similar to you or just make friends that, you know, or more in tune to accommodating like that flaw of yours kind of thing. Someone that's willing to, you know, pull you a little bit out of your box, but not too much so that's gonna make you like super uncomfortable kind of thing, you know? Um it could also stop you from, you know, just getting in trouble, getting mixed up with the wrong crowd. Um Uh, whether it be you actually going out and doing things to get you in trouble or just being associated with those people that may get you in trouble or, you know, may get you, uh, looked at, uh, if they're not, you know, the best people, if they're not always doing, you know, the best thing for themselves or for others kind of thing. Uh, another thing you should always look at as well is your strengths and your weaknesses and Excuse me. I think one of the best things you can do for yourself is figure out how to turn your weaknesses into your strengths, right? Because sometimes they double. One of my greatest strengths and my greatest weaknesses is, as I said before in previous podcasts, episode, is how kind I am. And I've seen people, you know, use and abuse it and take advantage of me one way or another. And in that sense, it is a weakness. But in the sense that, you know, when it comes to, like, making friends or, like, doing things for people, uh, just helping out uh, in general kind of thing, 
it, it is like the greatest strength that I could have had because I enjoy, you know, making people happy. I enjoy making people smile. You know, I just enjoy really being a light in people's lives kind of thing. And I think that's like a really beautiful thing that, you know, kindness is a, is a double-edged sword for me. Um, I also have it where I can get to a point where I'm too kind and potentially like my kindness is taken for granted, right? And then that's no bueno, that, that I just kind of shut down kind of thing. So in terms of like making it a strength, you also understand, have to understand your weakness and know how to protect you know that blind spot you have so like for me when i know that i've been too kind i kind of just shut that aspect down for people that abuse it i don't talk to those people i block them if i need to block them i exclude them from my life etc etc i'm kind enough to you know be that person to give give second chances kind of thing then I, I don't I don't give third chances. That's that's where that's where it, you know kinda draws the line. I don't give third chances. The greatest importance, right? Of being aware of your flaws and your weaknesses as well as your strengths is that when it comes to talking to people or just you know talking with yourself you know getting to know you right uh you're able to perform in all aspects of your life so much better you know when you understand your likes your dislikes, you understand your flaws your weaknesses and your strengths it affects your personal relationships whether it be platonic or romantic it affects your familiar relationships so any type of family member yeah it affects your relationship with yourself, you know? You know what's going to be best uh, method to help you study for a test. You know what's going to be the best to help your household run properly. You know what's going to be the best, you know, to not have fights with your significant other or with your friend group kind of thing, you know? Understanding those things as well as, you know, how to bridge the gap with them. So, you know, say you, you didn't grow up, you know, having siblings, you know? you know how to, hey, I'm an I'm only child, but, you know, I'm going to put the effort into, you know, making friends so that I feel like I have, you know, a siblinghood with them kind of thing, and it's something that you're not used to, so you're not, you know, aware of things where you may be selfish or not selfish, um, or, you know, feel a little pampered kind of thing, or a little spoiled. You may not know that until you have that relationship with them, um, if it's a flaw, like in a relationship, for example, you may not know, you know, you have problems communicating or, you know, you're afraid of X, Y, or Z kind of thing uh, because of any aspect of your life that may have affected how you view romantic relationships, right? So knowing how to communicate those, and even if you don't know how to communicate with those, just you know, putting forth the effort to understand how to do so 
uh, makes all the difference in, you know, having that relationship. It makes a difference in, like, you know, putting effort and putting work into that relationship so that it can work and so that it can grow kind of thing, you know? So, that's what I have to talk about in terms of, you know, you know, how do you think you've already found out who you really are? And I would personally say no. I think I am still on the way to finding out who I am. But I do know what my core values are. Um, I just don't know, like, what my end goal for like a role in people's lives is gonna be and i feel like i'm still figuring that out because i don't know if i'm gonna be a wife i don't know if i'm gonna be a mom um i know i'm a friend i know i'm a best friend uh i know i'm a sister i know i'm a daughter i know i'm a cousin and i'm a niece you know i'm i'm a student I, i know those roles but you know there are other goals i have in life that go with achieving certain roles and I haven't gotten to those roles yet and to be honest I don't know if I'll get to those roles so I'm on the way to becoming who I am and who I will be for the rest of my life but I am not quite there yet so we're gonna end off by talking about three good things that happened today so um I would say I woke up and I did not have a headache, which was nice. I almost felt rested. Um, I had a cool conversation. I'm just like, you know, nice conversation with my brother and and uh, some of my students that I tutor. So that was nice. And, you know, I got a hundred on my test, so I thought that was really good, because I got home, I did what I needed to do for school, I ate my, like, dinner, and, you know, I just kind of, it was nice, it was warm in my room, uh, you know, I finished my test, I got a good grade, and, like, you know, I was ready to take a nap, so I just took a nap, and then I got up, and I played video games with my friends, and I think that's, you know, all good things that happened today, you know, so, as always, I'd like to thank you guys so much for tuning in to an Apple a day, be sure to check me out on all my social medias, um, message me for tips and ideas and topics on my twitter at an apple a day with two eyes all right uh and i'll be seeing you thank you guys so much for listening have a good one bye bye